Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Here we go. Hour two on a Wednesday, halfway through our work week. Rico's a little closer to halfway done. Yeah, I'm, I'm about, I'm about uh, three quarters of the way done. There you go. Got one more hour. We can do it. Well, actually, I got an hour and then however much time it takes me to do the rest of the stuff that I have to do. <laughs> so maybe we're about the same. Yeah, probably, actually. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, big thanks to Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul for sponsoring On the Block, as they do every day from 2 to 4, right here on at 93.7 The Ticket. Plenty of ways you can listen to the show, radio, our website, theticketfm.com, any four of our uh, live streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. I got to Keep- get back out there. Please do. It's so good. We'll, we'll make it a, a company outing at some point. We really should. We really should. Or Charles, you know Charles, where to find us. Matt, you know where to find Char- us. Hey, Charles. going to drop that. I don't know if you're watching. You're probably not because you're probably busy right now, but I would enjoy some food. But we're here. I'll make my way out there. Yeah. Charles is busy enough, which is a good thing. We, we like it when Charles is busy. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are busy this hour as well. We'll talk some NFL before we get some Husker football spring headlines and Husker baseball headlines with Evan Blant of the Omaha World Herald. Um, you want to do jersey numbers or Lamar first, Rico? Let's do jersey numbers because you seemed excited about the jersey numbers. NFL players are now allowed to wear number zero. Oh, are they? Yes. Nice. That resolution passed, uh, I believe, just yesterday. The only players not allowed to wear number zero are offensive and defensive linemen. That's boring. Why can't a defensive lineman wear zero? I don't know, but that's the those are the only two groups not allowed to wear zero. Um, I so, would love to see a defensive tackle with a big belly wearing zero. Vita Vea. <laughs> yes, that's yes. the one. That's the name I've seen thrown out there that needs to wear number zero. Yes. Oh my god, double zero, please and thank you. If only, was, they're only allowing single. I, that's dumb. That's dumb. If you're gonna allow single zero, you gotta allow double zero. I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. I, I like single zero for wide receivers because it's like a perfect target. Mm. Even if it's a block, you just give your quarterback a perfect target. Like, right hey, just there. hit me right here. there. Yeah. Like, you know, we we say, oh, he hit him in the numbers. Got to hit him in the numbers, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. The zero is the perfect number for the target. It really is. It really wide is. Wide receivers have to wear it. It's, uh, it, and it could be, you know, you get a wide receiver that's cocky enough. You know, how many people can, can guard me? How many people can stop me? Kind of like those basketball players. Mm-hmm. Zero. Zero. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's Micah like Parsons was on Twitter saying uh, Agent Zero loading. And number one, that's a little disrespectful to Gilbert Arenas, the original <laughs> Agent Zero. Despite all of his off-the-court off the <laughs> antics, Gilbert Arenas, yes. He was cold. Yes, that is the, the real Agent Zero. Micah Parsons gets away with it, too, because he's an outside linebacker, not mm. not listed as a defensive lineman. That counts. Mm-hmm. Does he really want to go away from 11? He, he said on Twitter, Agent Zero loading. That Do you know how much they have to pay? To change their numbers a lot because they have to More buy than they should they have to buy all the remaining jerseys mm-hmm. so yeah that's a decent chunk of change I'd wait for my second contract to change, <laughs> change. my to change my number right <laughs> or maybe you make uh, if you're like because Nike does the jerseys right if you're yeah. a Nike athlete can you say hey part of my deal you don't have to pay me but let me switch my number without having to buy out the jerseys just once 
just yeah. one time. And then you just you sell the jerseys for a discounted price. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, I got, you know. It's an throwback. Old, it's vintage. Yeah, I got an old school Micah Parsons jersey. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. Okay, so Calvin Ridley, the first player announced to wear number zero. In the, the picture that the Jags posted with Calvin Ridley welcoming him in, yeah, he was wearing jersey number zero before it passed, but his arms were crossed in front of it. Oh, so you couldn't he? actually see. So some people were saying they think the Jaguars did that pose and that picture on purpose because if this rule wasn't oh, passed, he it. would have switched to, to wearing eight or three. I was going to say, are we sure it's a zero? Yes, because he announced he's looks, wearing zero. Yeah, I know, but it looks like a, it looks like an eight. It could have been an eight. I'm looking at the picture right now. It could have been an eight. I do also think. Do you think they made it before? Okay, they obviously knew that this was going to happen because it's, it's pretty clearly a zero. Yes, but but in case it didn't, they that's a good job of the Jags for covering their bases and making him job. cross his arms. In it's front. a great job. I do Except think it's right where his left arm crosses. Mm-hmm. If it were an eight or a three, you would see a small little divot in because that's how the numbers. That's how yeah. they do. There's yeah. a little cross that goes in, mm-hmm. and it ain't there. <laughs> so it was definitely zero. They're really confident. It was, it was dead. They were like, like they're like, it's gonna pass. This is gonna happen. It's a little ironic that he's wearing number zero given that's the number of games he played last year. <laughs> but back on the field now. It's the amount uh, of Paris- common sense he had. <laughs> right. <laughs> Paris Campbell, uh, now of the New York Giants, also wearing number zero. Ironic because he played approximately zero snaps and had zero catches his first few years in Indianapolis. Good job, That's Paris. a guy I was sold on. You should have been. Good guy for the Colts. You should have been. Injuries, man. They suck. They do. Other guys that I think should have been allowed to wear number zero in their NFL careers. I, I got a few names to throw out there for you. Number one, Dan Marino. For zero the of Super Bowls? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm glad you, we have the same read my ideas. mind there. Um, the other two that I think are the best, even better than that one, Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown. Zero days since last incident. You are terrible. <laughs> I am. You are the worst. But am I wrong? But, damn it, you're not wrong. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> okay, okay, you got me there. Okay, you got any more? <laughs> um, those came to mind. I, I did kind of like your idea of you know number of guys that can stop me or guard me with Michael Vick. Yeah. You know, I can see him being a, you know, there's no one like me, so that's why he wears number oh, zero. Yeah. Nah, he was perfect in seven, though. It, yeah, seven is a great Michael Vick number, but I'm just saying I could have seen zero for him. I'm trying to think of others. You think Aaron um, Rodgers will switch to zero? <laughs> zero number of family members he has left exactly yeah <laughs> zero the number of rays of light he saw in oregon for four mm, days there you go there you go um I'm trying to think zero number of playoff games he'll win as a member of the jets ah give us your best your best current players that should wear number zero and give us the best joke that you have that goes along with it because these are great i love all of these these are fantastic uh mask texter says the entire bills team wearing zero yeah. Zero Super Bowls. Yep. There you go. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Dang, Justin, that's harsh. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to go there. No, how, d- how dare you? Um, I mean, anybody on the. I mean, honestly, anybody on the on the Cowboys is going to win no rings. So it'd be zero right. rings. Uh, Dak Prescott zero. The amount of faith Jerry Jones has in him. Yes, Jimmy Garoppolo zero. Kirk Cousins, zero number Monday Night Football wins. <laughs> zero primetime W's for zero, Kirk Cousins. not a one. Um, Who else? Who else? Oh, K- Kyler Murray, zero. The amount of days between <laughs> between video game sessions. Zero, his favorite button to press on his PlayStation controller. Yep, hitting that zero. 
Hit that circle button. More circle, but... Hit that circle button, baby. I That's also like... thought like Joe Burrow zero give you something cool with that. Bur O. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. You know what? He should. He ha- he has to now. That's a, that's definitely a Joe Burrow thing. You would think. But that oh. <laughs> it would just say Burr. <laughs> yeah. So it'd yes. be Burr. Yes. And then the zero. Zero. Burr O. Yes. Oh. Ooh, okay. That's okay. perfect. There we go. Like, he has to, right? That's a that's a you know, he did the Burrow with the E A U X. Yeah. Like he, he that's something that je- that Burrow would definitely do. With a cigar in his mouth, just That'd running out on the field, that would be. It would be cold, Burr. Cold, yes, <laughs> with the icy, with the icy whites. Uh huh. Oh my goodness! Yep. You see what we're doing? Somebody, see what we're I doing need, here. I need Bill Bush. I need Bill Bush. I know he still talks to Joe Burrow. <laughs> I need, I need him now immediately. We need to talk about this. We Coach need to Bush. Pa- we need to pass this along, and it needs to happen immediately, expeditiously. Another guy that might wear zero, Lamar Jackson. The number of teams that appeared to be interested in signing him. Great transition. Don't know why that's happening to him. Okay, so that's where I want to go with this. Why Lamar Jackson isn't signed is because he's asking for a lot of guaranteed money. But the question isn't why isn't he signed. The question is who's to blame. And I think this is a question that has a lot of different answers. I don't know how much I weigh the blame for all these parties, so let's kind of tease that out. Okay. Lamar Jackson is somewhat to blame. Not a lot, but a little. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have an agent. He's representing himself. Really good player. I bet he signed by now if he has an agent. Yeah, that is very risky. The amount of players that have been doing that lately that have actually had success is actually um, kind of impressive just because they don't have the the prerequisite knowledge to work out a contract, although some of them have, have you know been doing dealings with contracts for, for a little bit, so they have somewhat of the knowledge, but not the same amount of knowledge that an agent who was paid to do this would have. I understand not wanting to have to pay your agent however much money from your contracts. I get that part of it, but at the same time, especially for Lamar Jackson, like, you should be making a ton of You are definitely you deserving a ton of, money. of a ton of money. Mm-hmm. So having an agent and having to pay that agent however much from that contract, although it would be a, a decent chunk of change, you're still going to get a ton of that money. Mm-hmm. And right now you're doing yourself a disservice by representing yourself. I don't, but then again, I don't know how good he is or how these how these meetings are going. But I feel as if he's doing a disservice to himself in not having an agent to help represent him because he's also Mm -hmm. trying to stay working out, to stay in shape, to be ready for when a team decides to Mm -hmm. make a trade or offer him this amount of money that the Ravens won't match or the Ravens do match and bring him back. However that goes, he's Mm -hmm. trying to stay in shape to do that. So on top of that, he's going to these meetings to try and you know, get himself a contract. Like it's, it's so much that it'd be so much easier if he just hired somebody to take care of that for him. I don't think, I don't want to approach this as Lamar Jackson is dumb. He doesn't know what he's doing. I want to approach this as this is an agent's job to do this for him, mm-hmm. where the agent should be 100% clear. Even if Lamar says something like, on the phone, you record it, and the agent takes it there. Mm-hmm. The agent is there to either you know, soften the blow if the player comes across a little harsh, a little hard, a little bit if they still have some chance of returning to the team think it's their best deal. Mm-hmm. It's on the agent to make whatever message it is sound as good as possible. Not saying Lamar Jackson, you know, isn't a, isn't a good talker, doesn't know what he's doing, but the agent is there. That's their job. They're in contact with the player. They're in contact with the team. Yes, there's a middleman, but it's the agent's job to be the middleman, mm-hmm. to get the team's message across to the player, but also to fight for the player. Mm-hmm. 
there's just so much on Lamar Jackson's plate, so much money on the table. Having an agent there to help him get what, again, you and I both agree he deserves, yeah. I think would go a long way. I also think this situation is somewhat on Baltimore. If you get a good player, pay to keep him around. Yeah. Plain and simple. Lamar Jackson proved he's better than Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley should not have been a pro bowler last year. Congratulations. No. Enjoy your trip. I mean, how did that even... How? I don't know. But Lamar Jackson has proven he is Baltimore's best quarterback option. Yeah. I get it. There's a salary cap. I get it. Baltimore has some other good young players. Not a one of them around Lamar Jackson's level. Mm-hmm. I understand the risk involved in re-signing Lamar because of the game that he plays, because of the risk he takes mm-hmm. by running as much as he does and being, you know, as some people would say, a running back that can also throw. Uh, I don't agree to that, but whatever. Uh, just being as athletic he is and using his legs as much as he does, I understand the risk that you are taking by signing him to a long-term deal worth that amount of money. Because if he does get hurt and he can't play, you're just out of that money for the amount of time that he he's still signed to your team. And that's a risk that some teams aren't willing to take, and apparently Baltimore's not willing to take. But again, he's shown you with an MVP season, taking his team to the playoffs, winning a playoff game in his rookie year after being a starter only halfway through the season. Mm -hmm. uh, He's proved that he is more than capable of leading a team to the playoffs. And and I don't know about making a deep run, but at least getting there and winning at least one game, which some players can't even can't even do a la Justin Herbert who is probably going to get paid a disgusting amount of money just for just based off potential alone because again he hasn't done anything in the NFL but Lamar Jackson somehow can't get paid and can't get a contract now you can go and look at Patrick Mahomes deal and say that this handicapped a lot of the quarterbacks um, in the league where you know usually how it goes, how one quarterback gets a deal, then the next quarterback gets a better deal, the next quarterback gets a better deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody got a better deal than Patrick Mahomes did with his 10-year, half-a-billion-dollar contract. Um, but some of these quarterbacks are getting four or five years and a crap ton of money. Mm-hmm. The Ravens don't want to take that chance on Lamar Jackson, and I, and I believe that you know with all of the other contract mumbo-jumbo that's in there, because it's not just about money. No. There's no trade clauses. There's, there's I can't even pretend Bonuses. to know. Bonuses. There, all yeah. kinds of things in their incentives that, that somebody else could take care of for Lamar while he focuses on just playing the game. Mm-hmm. But again, he doesn't want to hire an agent, so that's, that's partially on him. But again, Baltimore... You've got the you've got the dude. You've got your franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? It's better to have good players than to not have good players. Is really what it boils down to, and that's where I think as fans sometimes we get lost in the discussion of caps and we act like GMs and, and like team owners. And I think we've bought that line for a while, mm-hmm. and it's understandable. That's a lot of the conversation that's out there because there's a lot of writing about it. There's a lot of talking about it, and I get it. But as fans, shouldn't we want good players on our teams? Yes. Yeah. Should, shouldn't we want good players seems, on our team? It seems simple. It, who's the who's the guy whose jersey you want? Usually yes. the quarterback. And this is look, no offense to Tyler Huntley, but how many Baltimore fans are rushing out to get Tyler Huntley jerseys? This is not happening. No. Who are you going to get right now on the quarterback market that is better than Lamar Jackson? Okay, I'm glad you went there because this is where I say the rest of the NFL is also to blame for Lamar Jackson not being signed yet. Mike Colts, Jim Ursay says he doesn't like guaranteed contracts, which as an owner, okay, I understand that. I hate Jim Mercy. Jim Mercy has played his way out of my favor recently. <laughs> I understand why owners wouldn't want guaranteed contracts, but yeah. you're playing the most physical game that makes the most money. And there are some guarantees in NFL contracts, just not fully guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So, again, I understand from the owner's perspective 
why, but that shouldn't be as big a hangup for them as it is for someone as talented as Lamar Jackson. If a you know thirty five year old wants a you know a new max contract fully guaranteed, yeah, okay, be hesitant to hand that out. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is just entering his prime yeah. with an MVP under his belt. Yeah, uh, a fully Ron, guaranteed Tom Brady contract. Right, Ron Rivera said the Commanders haven't looked into Lamar Jackson because Sam Howell has, and I quote, Brock Purdy upside. I love The Commanders are not looking into Lamar Jackson because they think they have Brock Purdy. <laughs> that's, that's, what are we doing? <laughs> Brock Purdy is the new standard for NFL quarterbacks. You didn't know? What are we doing? Brock Purdy upside is not great upside, sir. I love Ron Rivera. Don't don't get it twisted. Ripper about Ron's fun. Love Ron Rivera. Great coach. I love. I would love for Ron Rivera to take over the Patriots after Bill Belichick is done, because nobody Gerard else, in, nobody else in that coaching tree has any salt. Gerard Mayo. Uh, maybe Gerard Mayo. I would love that. I I loved him as as a player for the Patriots. But uh, Riverboat Ron, what are you what are you what are you saying? Is is Brock Purdy the standard for quarterbacks now? Is that where we're going? Is that the standard that we're setting? We're like, look, you know, I think we might have the next Brock Purdy. Really? That's what we're doing. You have the next Brock Purdy. Congratulations. Congratulations. You, have, you won the lottery. Guess what? You hit a Lamar, long shot for six games. Lamar Jackson's right there. Guess what Lamar Jackson's Guess what Lamar Jackson's done that Brock Purdy hasn't done? Win an MVP. Mm-hmm. And people would say, oh, well, Brock Played Purdy might have been able to take his team to the suit. He didn't. Okay? He didn't. No. He didn't. No. Lamar Jackson won some games in the playoffs. Brock Purdy won some games in the playoffs. Congratulations. Well, and that's the other argument, too. But look at my thing. My thing. Look at what Brock Purdy has to work with, and look at what Lamar Jackson yep. has had to work Preach. with in Baltimore. Preach. Because his best receiver for the longest time was a 5'10 receiver who couldn't catch mm-hmm. in Hollywood Brown. He they shipped him off to Arizona. The dude had speed for days, mm-hmm. and every once in a while would catch a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> And look, no shade to Hollywood Brown. I love Hollywood Brown. Also, don't great credit Mark Andrews. Great receiver. I, Mark Andrews, fantastic. Mark Andrews, not George Kittle, though. No. Uh, great receiver in Hollywood Brown, but he's not uh, Dabo or Debo Samuel. He's no. not Brandon Ayuk. I would no. tag both of those over Hollywood Brown. That mm-hmm. And that that is the best receiver that he has had to work with in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I know you could say uh, uh, the Minnesota Rashad Bateman, but he was injured his like entire rookie season. Mm-hmm. And, yes, Mark Andrews. He had Mark Andrews. That's fantastic. That's one guy. And they focused on him a lot. That's not what Brock Purdy had. Brock Purdy had no. George Kittle, who, Everyone. again, mm-hmm. better than Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is a great tight end. He's probably top five tight end, but he's not He's not top two, no. which is George Kittle. Uh, so if you look at that, you can make those comparisons. Still won an MVP. The, the amount of yardage and danger that he can get you out of with his legs, the amount of danger he can put on a defense with his legs – that just trumps everything Brock Purdy can do, in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but and anybody that says, "Oh, Lamar Jackson can't," shut up. Lamar Jackson can throw. All right. Yes. He's a Heisman winner and an MVP. He can throw as a quarterback. And here's the thing: he would probably look better as a passer if he had more consistent receiving options. Mm. If he had a scheme that was better designed for throwing the ball. Greg Roman did a great job scheming around Lamar Jackson's legs. But either he saw something or didn't see something in Lamar Jackson's arm that caused him to have the scheme he did throwing the ball, or he kind of Pete Carrolled it, where he tried to you know protect Russell Wilson on the offensive end. When mm-hmm. maybe that was the right move for a couple of years. There a couple of years in there though, Russ should have been let free. Give Lamar Jackson a more diverse scheme and better you know pass catchers. I'm sure he can throw the ball to him just fine. And and Igor says on the text line, Burrow and Mahomes are both better than Lamar. Yes. 
But that I'm not arguing that. That right. is true. By far, this fully guaranteed contract is a joke, and sure, he won MVP, but the next year, team shut Lamar down, and he couldn't do anything. I disagree with that. I don't think that they shut him down. He was dealing with injuries. Okay, but here's the thing. Lamar someone Jackson- else on the text line says the problem with Lamar is he doesn't play half the games due to injury. That's not true. He played in 16 games, 7 starts as a rookie. Played in 15 games in 2019, 15 games in 2020. He's been hurt the last two years, still played in 12 games. So, yes, he's not 100% available, but let's not pretend like he's a huge injury risk. Joe Burrow missed his entire first year. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has missed at least two games each year and is now going to have to deal with a high ankle sprain that's never going to go away. Mm-hmm. I, you, can't just get, you can't just say that he's injured all the time because he runs all the time. He is injured a decent amount of the time, but guess what? He still plays. And he deserves, this is the thing, he deserves this money. Mm-hmm. He has done enough for Baltimore in the NFL to deserve to be paid this amount of money. And like I said, somebody said Justin Herbert hasn't done anything in the NFL. Hot take. I don't think it's that hot of a take. What has he done except for put up numbers in the regular season? He hasn't had that great of records in the regular season, and he still hasn't won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. He's, what, three years in? No playoff games? He's made the playoff twice? No playoff victories. Well, and should have beat the Jags. Should have. Or couldn't close it. And that's not all on him. The defense played its part, too. Um, two other things before we do want to step aside and get to Evan Bland. Um, Brad says receivers cost money. On the one hand, yes, they do. On the other hand, draft one in the first round. Draft one in the second or third round. Those guys can step in, be ready to play. We've seen mm-hmm. that time and time again. So, yes, when they get good, they cost money. But you can cycle through young receivers cheap. Um, anonymous texter says, I think Ron is focusing on rookie deals, using the money, uh, to fill playmakers around Howell. And that's better than spending the price tag on Lamar. I understand that argument, but imagine if you put Lamar Jackson with the skill guys you have now, Mm -hmm. imagine that Mm, that'd be nice. Imagine if you're the Colts and instead of playing quarterback roulette, you lock up that position. It might not be a hundred percent fully guaranteed, but if you can guarantee him enough money and say, Hey, Look at the guys we have around you. I'm sure Lamar would do like a you know 75% guarantee oh, yeah. and spread some of that around because he thing. wants to win too. That's the thing is you can make his contract incentive laden. Yes. But I don't know what's going on with this contract. Maybe it is on him for not having an agent and he doesn't know exactly how to how to maneuver in these meetings to, to get these contracts uh, settled and closed down. But make it incentive laden. Say, hey, look, we make the playoffs, you get this much more. We we make it to the uh, conference championship game, you get this much. We make it to the Super Bowl, we win the Super Bowl, you get this much more. It'd be super. I, well, I don't know if it'd be super easy. Again, I'm not an agent. I don't know all that. But I feel like it'd be a lot more, a lot simpler to do that and then build around Lamar Jackson because you got you you you've got your Sam Howell. But who's to say he even reaches that Brock Purdy level? Brock then Purdy you've ceiling. Got, then guess Ooh. guess what? You have all those weapons and no quarterback. Mm-hmm. Then what are you going to do? Who's going to get him the ball? And Ron, Nobody. And, and Ron Rivera is not Kyle Shanahan. No. He's not. All right, we got to talk to Evan Bland. We get to talk to Evan Bland. We'll step aside, chat Husker baseball and spring football with him next.